This episode is sponsored by Relist.com, a web-based software that allows e-commerce sellers and shops to list their items across multiple platforms at once. Use the code DINA, that's D-I-N-A, to get your first month free plus 50% off of a barcode scanner and thermal printer combo. Head to Relist.com to learn more. We cover a lot of ground when it comes to thrifting and secondhand on this podcast, but one area that we have not explored as much is estate sales. So we reached out to our listeners and followers on Instagram and asked you to share some of your best estate sale tips, finds, stories, and more. So in this episode, we share your tips and insights to help you get prepared for your next estate sale. Keep listening for a new episode from Thanks It's Thrifted with Dina and Shannon. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. Today, we are talking all about estate sales. Yes, I'm so excited. So I'm actually really surprised that you're not an estate sale pro. I'm intimidated by them. I'm always nervous that uh, the people that are running the estate sale are never going to want to give me the price that I want, even though I know that I can ask for lower prices. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you know me, I want everything for a dollar. Yeah. Well, we live, as many of you know, in Akron, Ohio, in Northeast Ohio. And we've got tons and tons and tons of great estate sales in our area. So this is something that we don't do very often, you and I, but we have in the past. And I I think it's something that uh, we should start doing more of. Yeah, I think it's just a matter of you have to plan it. You know, you mm-hmm. can't just by the seat of your pants be like, there's a sign, let's go. Yeah. You know, that's so true. I think because me and you are both like, we don't like, I feel like when we thrift or whatever together, we don't really like to plan it. We're just like, hey, let's go to Goodwill or hey, yeah. let's stop at that's this really cool house down here that has a yard sale sign. Yeah, yeah. So because we have such a great estate sales scene in our area, and because I think estate sales are becoming more and more popular, and it's not really a subject that we have really covered on the podcast. We've talked about it here and there with some of our guests. So I wanted to do an entire episode dedicated to this topic, but I thought I would reach out to our listeners and our followers and really just share all of their tips and tricks and ideas. That's perfect because then we'll have we'll like get pumped up and be ready to yeah. schedule and go. Because when we've had guests on the podcast, including Elizabeth, Serendipitous Lizzie, and Charity, Rajni even talks a little bit about estate sales, and they've all offered really great tips, and everybody has a different perspective. So I figured, gosh, can you imagine if we opened this up and got everybody's feedback? So I reached out on Instagram, and I asked everybody to share their best tip, some common myths the coolest slash weirdest things they found and whether or not estate sales were common in their area where they live. I got so many responses. I honestly don't think we can get through them all. So I tried to weed through them to find common themes. But then I also found lots of contradicting tips that I wanted to kind of get your feedback on. Interesting. So it's like some things that we might have to experience ourselves to know which one. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Let's start with how to find estate sales in the United States. Because I found that estate sales tend to be a very American thing. Oh, why? why? What? I don't know. I've had a couple people from the UK 
And I had one person from Australia say, this is, I'm convinced this is not a thing in Australia. Do you think they think it's morbid or something? I don't know. Just culturally, just, I don't know. There might be a different word or version of some of estate sales across different countries, but I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I never thought of it as an American thing at all. And I Googled estate sales in Australia, and I really didn't get far. Huh. I got, like, the sale of an actual estate, like, to uh-huh. purchase yeah. an estate. like the house or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's funny, because I would think Australia, they're, like, more thrifty than we are. Yeah, they're know? super so, sustainable. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe this was just um, a couple people's experience. So, if you are listening from somewhere in Australia, I mean, I, obviously, Australia is huge, so it might be different in one area versus another. So let us know what what it, what the culture is like. And Canada, let us know if that's super common for you. And like I said, I had some people from the UK say that it's it happens, but it's not as common as it is in America. Didn't uh, UK say they really don't do yard sales either? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It's so different. I'm just surprised. Like, where do you take all your junk? But maybe they don't have as much junk as we do. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> okay. So in the United States, the most common place to find estate sales is, do you know? No. Yes, you do. I do? Estatesales.net. Oh, online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I really did forget because .net, I'm just like, what? Yeah, like why? Yeah. Like, is it free or something? 2022, update it to .com. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue what the difference so is. Yeah. Like <laughs> .gov, .net, .org. Like, I, well... Okay. I know what, okay. So yeah. you start at estatesales.net. That's pretty much 100% what everybody said. You start there and then you put in your zip code and then you narrow it down to the area that you want to go to or you can search by city or whatever. When I have been, so I have been sending Shannon links to online estate sales and that's where I start. I start at estatesales.net and then it'll say, hey, here's an auction, but you can also, you can also bid online. That's how I've been doing it online. It's funny. You haven't for the past like two weeks. And I just assumed that you're buying everything and not letting me have anything. So the last couple of weeks, I'm so I'm subscribed to the emails and they'll they'll be like, hey, bid online. And they've been garbage. Oh, just the weirdest collections of things that I'm like, oh, I don't want this. <laughs> like old clowns. And- <laughs> like worse. And they're probably worth millions of dollars. And I'm like, this is not my this is not my. Yeah, jam. it's like an- like we're not into antiquing. I'm sure a lot of it is antiques yeah, where but- we're just like, yeah, whatever. The last few sales. In fact, I was just scrolling this weekend. I'm like, oh, I got to find something. And it was not my vibe. Mm. So that's good because I probably should stop buying <laughs> things. Okay. So estatesales.net uh, is, the, is the best place to start. You can also just kind of drive around your neighborhood and look for signs. I, I mean, I see signs all the time. Like, okay, so a tag sale is, is, is an upgrade from a traditional yard sale. Most of the time, though, they're managed by a professional. Okay. An estate auction is a sale of personal property, like through an auction. And then an estate liquidation or an estate sale is kind of like a tag sale because it's managed by a professional. And sometimes things are priced. Most of the time they're, they're priced. Okay. That, I'm always nervous about that too. Like if things aren't priced. I don't like it when things are priced. Yeah. Like I like to know what I'm getting into. So estate sale and tag sale can be interchangeable. Okay. See, I always thought one was different than the other. Okay, that makes me feel better. It's basically a glorified yard sale. Okay. And they're managed by professionals. Uh, that's the part that scares me. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I want to like go back and forth with like the person that owns it. 
it's easier no, really I, yeah like i feel like it's easier no that's harder i because i feel like the the people that are running it they're like no it's this price that's the way it is but the you people know? who are running it are hired to get rid of this stuff yeah that's true i need to change my mindset I because need, i need to do it think about it if somebody came to you and they're like hey you as the owner and they're like hey shannon i want to give you five cents for this You'd be like, no way. But if it was the person managing your sale, they'd be like, okay, fine, I'll make you a deal because I'm hired to get rid of this crap. That's true. Like, there's no emotions behind it. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And I have my this story I tell over and over again about the time I went. We went to an estate sale together a million years ago. I'll never forget this because it was weird. It was. And the owners were there, it, and they you're had, right. It was weird. It was. It wasn't the owner. It was somebody related to yes. the owner that had passed. Yes. And she was understandably so so attached to her and up in our business items yeah up in our business she the whole literally time. followed us around and i'm like man i'm about to put everything back yeah yeah because she was making us feel really uncomfortable yeah. you're right yeah because then in the end we got a lot of really good stuff for cheap and then she like kind of was upset she wanted us to pay more money yeah but the person was like no we need to get rid of this stuff exactly yeah you're right okay okay i'm changing i'm changing my mind all right so if you're in the United States, go to estatesales.net and start there. You can either check to see if they have an online auction where you can bid or make a point to go in person. Listen, so when you're doing these online auctions, do they just send the stuff to you when you win it? Sometimes. So they, they have all these terms listed at the top and it'll say, select items for shipping only. You must text Joe at this number to arrange for shipping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and use your best judgment when you're bidding on something that you want to be shipped. And uh, and so I like don't bid on super heavy things because I know they won't ship them or it'll cost me a million dollars. So like I bid on a troll, and I was like, I'm clearly they can ship this to me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you win it? Yeah, it was the Browns troll. What? How how much did you get it for? And what ten dollars? What was your shipping price? Well, I had a bunch of stuff shipped. My my stuff and your stuff. Oh okay. And. I, I don't know, $6 or something. Okay. That, like, it wasn't bad. That doesn't make me freak out at all. No, no, no. Yeah. But there are some bigger items, like some wall art that I, the kitty cat wall art mm-hmm. that I saw. And I'm like, how much would it cost? It would probably be like $15 for them to ship it. And I'm like, I don't know. So what if you wanted to go pick it up? How far away are these places? It all depends. Most They're of them. all over? Yeah. Okay. M- most of the ones that I've seen, I mean, actually, not most of them. They've been all over. Grafton, Ohio. Like, there was one on the Detroit shoreway, like they're all over the place. Some in some South of us, some North of us just depends on what's going on. The only, the thing that freaks me out is everything you're saying is I have no clue where those places are. Well, yeah, that's why for these, I don't plan to go to them in person. Like I'm like, if they, if I can get something small and they can ship it to me, but if we're going to go in person, then we would just narrow it down to our zip code. Okay. Or like the surround, like, you know, something that's like a half hour away. That's how I would do it. I mean, unless you wanted to make a day out of it. I'm sure people expand their reach. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess this is how I would do it. If I was going to intentionally plan to go to an estate sale on a specific day, I would just, the same way you would plan around your thrift trip. How much time do I have to spend? How many estate sales do I plan on going to? It's like kind of planning out a route. Some days you're like, no, I want to stay local. And then some days you're like, wow, this sale looks amazing. This preview looks amazing. I'm going to branch out and go up to Cleveland. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just a matter of planning. And I think as Charity said, take a look at those previews that you see on their websites because 
like if I drove all the way up to the Detroit Shoreway and had to sift through all those weird figurines, I would have been pretty pissed. (laughs) (laughs) But if I went to one where I saw this woman had an amazing, funky, eclectic wardrobe. Yeah, that's true. I'd drive up 45 minutes. That'd be heaven. Right, right. So you just have to, you know, plan. You just plan your trip. If you want to spend some time shopping that day. Okay. If you are outside of the United States, let us know what the scene is for you guys. And if this is kind of a common thing, I really don't know where to search for estate sales outside of kind of like our area. Like, I don't know where somebody in Australia would search. So let us know if you guys have any suggestions. We need a friend in Australia, FYI, because we're talking about them a lot. I know. There are a lot of it's Australian thrifters on the ground. It's so cool. I love it. Okay. Then we asked everybody to share their best tips, and I got flooded with responses. So I am going to start with some common themes that we heard. Okay, so I'm going to start with tips, and then I'm going to share some contradicting tips. Okay. Okay. So here are some tips. Get there early. Go back numerous days if you can. Things get uncovered as the sale progresses. Oh, that's... Oh. That's true. That that hurts a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know everything so I can assess the situation. And, oh, wow. Sounds you, like you have to have, like, a set amount of money going in. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? Like, you... Kind of like when you're thrifting, like you you just know, like, hey, I really don't want to spend more than fifty dollars today or something. Yeah, that just I just I'm imagining like walking into some old person's kitchen that has like old school Pyrex and different colors. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you not buy every single one? Yeah, you know what I'm thinking, Shannon. I think we're putting way too much pressure on ourselves, and it's yeah. not much different than the thrifting mindset. Yeah, right. Like, buy what you want, buy what you need, don't overspend. Know that there's always going to be another estate sale. And like, you know, don't have FOMO all the time. And I love what Charity said. She was like, because we asked her, should we go on the first day or the last day? And this is where I heard a lot of contradicting tips. So many people were like, go on the first day because that's where all the you're going to get all the good stuff. But then a bunch of people were like, go on the last day or the last two hours because that's when stuff is like really marked down. And then Charity was like, just go. And if it's not there, then it's just not meant to be. Right. Like, it's right. just as simple as that. Yeah. It just depends <laughs> on, like, how you want to play the game. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And it kind of depends on, like, how badly you need the thing. Like, if yeah. you are hunting for something super specific, right, you need something for your home or whatever, your wardrobe or something, and you really want that thing and you want to win it. Like, she was kind of saying, too, like, if you saw that one couch, right, and you you need that couch, then yeah, like plan for it, go when they first open, so on and so forth. But if you're just like going, like you just want to go browse an estate sale with, for something to do on a Saturday afternoon and whatever you find, you find, then I, I feel like you don't need to put that much pressure on yourself. Yeah, that's true. And I'm I, immediately, I'm thinking last day, ignorance is bliss. You know what I mean? Like you don't know it was there before and you get everything the cheapest is you that's possibly true. can. That's yeah, true. At, at least for me, when I'm, I'm, I mean, most of the time I'm not searching for anything specific. But I'm always looking for funky stuff. And that's, I feel like, where you're going to find some good funky stuff. And I feel like sometimes, especially kind of in our area, what I've seen, like, if you are going to have an estate sale where you're going to hire a professional to come and help you liquidate your stuff, you probably have a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? And of course, there are going to be some estate sales that maybe don't have that much stuff and whatever. But typically, there's enough stuff to fill an entire home. So like, there's gonna be stuff left over on Sunday. Right, right. You know, like, it. yeah, I, you I'm, know, I'm kind of like, 
really want to go right now. I it know. sounds like fun. Oh my gosh. I should go this weekend. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Realist.com. Realist allows you to post your listings to multiple marketplaces at once online, but they also just launched a really cool new feature. The offline marketplace feature is perfect for sellers who sell at craft shows, flea markets, or any place that's offline. It allows you to create orders when you're out and about and track your inventory at the same time so you don't have to worry about it when you get back home. Check them out at realist.com and be sure to use the code DINA on the Get Started page so you can save 50% off of a barcode, scanner, and thermal printer combo and you'll get your first month free as well. That's realist.com to learn more. Okay, so a lot, a lot, a lot of people said go on the last day. And then I had a bunch of people say, no, go on the first day. Now, pricing, you can negotiate, but you'll probably have more success negotiating on the second or third day. Okay. Always ask the head of the estate sale where are where the items are located that you're looking for. So if you're looking for something specific, they can help you kind of weed through that. Oh, that makes sense because I would um, immediately be like, I'm stuck on Pyrex because anytime people show um, estate sales on Instagram, it's always cool Pyrex. I think that's my FOMO. That's my biggest. I'm always like, oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. Um, And I would immediately just assume it's in the kitchen, but it might not be. Right. It could be like in the basement. Maybe they had it stored down there or something. Oh, that's that's interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it that way. You know me; I don't like asking questions. I like yeah. I'll just figure it out because yeah. I'm gonna find it first, and then you know. And then when you don't, you're like, "This is sti- I'm never going to yep. stay still again. This <laughs> sucks." <Yes. laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. You mentioned how you always see like Pyrex on the previews. I mean, these companies know what they're doing. They're advertising the most popular stuff. Oh, yeah. Like the velvet couches yep. and, mm-hmm. you know, all the cool wall art and the mid-century modern furniture. Mm-hmm. And then that could just be like a handful of things. And then you go in and it's like a bunch of weird figurines. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them. <laughs> oh, I'll show you. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So some tips very similar to thrifting. If you see something you like, don't put it down. Be prepared, bring measuring tape, and know your car's dimensions in case you find something big that can't fit, or you just call Dina and we'll bring our truck. Ah, the best. I wonder, do people take bags in? You know what I mean? I think so. like, put, like, if you want to hold, like, if you want certain things, like, put them in a bag, like, would you, is that frowned upon? You know? I don't know. Because, like, what if you can't hold everything? That's a good point. Yeah, I wonder. I yeah, like, can you bring a reusable bag? Yeah. Ooh, you talked about where things are located. Here's somebody. This is, oh, best bib and tucker. Ooh. Uh, there's a treasure. There's treasures to be found in basements and garages. Don't skip those rooms. Ooh. I remember when we were at that one, we were in the base. I was in the basement for a long time because they said the books were free. Remember? Yeah, I, yeah. I still have so many books at home. I'm just like, where is this from? Oh, I yeah. Remember. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, speaking of locations, nothing good comes from the bathrooms. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, that's funny. This one comes from Hannah Rupp. Ask about everything. I literally asked if a light on the wall was for sale and they sold it to me. Ooh, that's yeah. smart. I love that. Find the story. This is a great one. This is from Novel Traveler. Love baking. Grab vintage Pyrex Fire King. Loved by bakers before you. Mm, That's that's cute. Develop relationships with the vendors. I'm a theater teacher and many look for costumes. 
Oh, that's smart. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about like those coveted items uh, that you mentioned that a lot of us see on the websites. Mommy Runs Baby Strolls said, check for sign-up sheets on the front door. If it's a popular sale, they'll admit people in order on the list. Oh, so there's not like a line, like you go in order. You just walk in, sign up, Mm -hmm. Mm kind of like getting a ticket. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of lines, so Charity told us, unless you need that one super specific thing that you saw online, she's like, don't wait in line. Just go whenever, you know, you don't have to get there before they open. But then we had a a tip that said, talk to people in line. I complimented a stranger's glasses and now we're friends. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) You would never. Never. I'd let you do it. And then I'd be their friend if they were were fun. Oh, go ahead. here's Here's your answer. Bring your own bag or box. Even if it's a maybe, hold on to it until you're ready. Get there early and breathe. Oh. I love these yeah, responses. Yeah. Because it's so funny, the um, impatient person, you know, that doesn't get a cart, I'm immediately like, last day, last day, I couldn't stand in line. I'd have to stand in line and then and then watch somebody else grab something that yeah. I want. Oh. Yeah. And you yeah. can't like push around, like you can't be a jerk and like push people around. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. But I, I'm really in the mindset of there will always be another estate sale. There will always be a collection of somebody else's stuff to sift through. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I just, I I stopped getting FOMO. I really, I really did. Here's another one that kind of contradicts some other ones. There's going to be a line with people who get there at 6 a.m., get there earlier than you think. And then we have lots of people saying, go whenever. Yeah. I think that's a personality thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah, you're you're saying you can't. I would be the person that gets there at 6 a.m. if I knew it it meant something. Like if I knew, like I knew I would get all the things first, like I'd I'd do it. But if I did it and didn't get anything out of it, then I'd be like, you know. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Somebody said take cash. So it's 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 kind of like merging the the tips from thrifting, like all of the tips that we share on this podcast about thrifting, with a little bit of garage sale, yard sale strategies mixed in, and yep. it's, it's kind of like a hybrid of both. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's like if garage sales and thrift stores had a baby, <laughs> you'd, have, <laughs> you'd have estate sales. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay. I wonder if like the same companies have estate sales, right? Yeah. We shouldn't BFF with them. Like find an estate sale person that we're like, you know, BFF with those people. Exactly. Somebody kind of said that. Like, yeah. like talk to the people who run it and stuff. Yeah. But like I mean like go always go to theirs and they'd be like, Hey Dean and Shane, like they'd know us. Oh, like we get the hook Maybe up. they'd like save stuff for us. I bet you some people do that. I Shannon. bet they do. Oh, I'm sure. Like somebody's Ani is probably like, you know, come on, let's go. And, like they know you by name and they're like, Oh hey, we have an estate sale coming up in Yes. Grafton, Ohio. <laughs> wink wink. They have a lot of Pyrex, <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm about to be a estate sale person. Okay, so then my next question was, what's a common myth about estate sales that you want to debunk? It's like a garage sale. They just said oh. a myth is that it. a lot of times people think that estate sales are just like garage sales, mm-hmm. which I, I agree. That is kind of a myth. Okay. But like I said, I, I feel like it's a hybrid. I see. Okay, I get it. I get it. So like it, it's, it's not because... Because it's not. It's yeah. the, the prices are different. The vibe is different. Yeah. It's like a glorified garage sale. Right. It's like if somebody were to come to your house 
tell you to leave. They got the garage sale for you. Yeah, and then things but are then laid out a certain way. Like it's pe- just, you, you can walk through people's whole houses. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. It's different. Okay. I agree with that. I don't think it's like a garage sale. I think it has garage sale elements to it, but I don't think it's... If you, if you go into it thinking it's going to be like a garage sale, I think you will be disappointed. Yeah. Um, another myth about estate sales that people want to debunk. Everything is too expensive. Got another one. Everything is overpriced. Okay. These are great myths because... That's what I'm always worried about. Yeah. But we've heard time and time again that it's not always the case. Like some of the more valuable things are definitely going to be overpriced, kind of like how they are at thrift stores. Right. But a troll, like I got a troll, which was pretty amazing, and it was exactly what I was looking for for $10. Right. But then you're talking to somebody that wants a troll for a dollar over here. Because you, <laughs> when you said $10 and you said good price, and I just didn't hey. say anything, I was like, okay. No, listen, trolls are not cheap anymore. No, I know they're not. You cannot get a troll, like a rust troll, for less than $5. Yeah, 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 yeah I get it. See, so, so that's the thing is I have to think of it as like going to five below and not going to the Dollar Tree. Like that's how I have to see it. Yeah, because I don't exactly. like I don't go to five below or like Dollar General versus oh, going hate, to the oh, Dollar oh, Tree because nothing at the Dollar General is a dollar. Everything at the Dollar General is like seven ninety nine. Yeah, okay. it's generally a dollar. Get out of here. <laughs> Although Dollar Tree now is dollar twenty five. Oh, don't get me started. And at first I was like, why is everybody freaking out on the internet? It's twenty five cents. I can't twenty five percent. And I was like, oh, I can't even believe we still even have dollar stores, which I am surprised by that. But then I went to get some stuff, and what should have cost me $8 cost me way more. And right. I'm not going to do the math right now, but it yeah. cost me more than $8. Yeah. What would it be, $12? I don't know. But it's like, it adds up, man. It sure does. It sure does. But on the other hand, I'm like, okay, it's people, 2022. And and then are you like, okay, then are other people getting fair wages because you're paying 25 more cents? Yeah. I think we're going in a bad direction okay. here. Okay, all right. You, you put me in my place. <laughs> And then, and then also, I'm like, I can't even believe dollar stores still exist. I know. I was shocked. The last time I went there, I felt the exact same way. I felt like I was at the thrift store. Yeah, it was like too good to be true. Yeah. Okay, anyway, anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Common myth. Someone died and this is just all their junky stuff no one would want. Yeah, that's definitely a myth. I, I immediately am like, what, are you kidding me? Somebody's entire life is in the house and you're going to find anything cool? Yeah, right. Yeah. Another myth from Serendipitous, Serendipitous Lizzie. It's all large stuff like furniture. That's a great myth to, to debunk because that's not the case at all. Yeah. We have to emphasize that not all estate sales are created equal. Right. right. Just like how thrift stores, you can go to one that's super junky and then one that's super amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's just a little bit of everything. Yeah. It's a, an adventure, like we always say. Yeah. And sometimes I would also add... That sometimes estate sales are not necessarily antiques or like vintage stuff. Like I was browsing through an estate sale here in Copley and it was all like Ikea furniture. Oh. You know, it was like new modern stuff. And I was like, what's the story here? But none of it was antique. Mm -hmm. None of it. Right. Right. Yeah. That makes sense because you start thinking about how different people, you know, how they live, who's furnishing the house. Some people, sadly, pass away young. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Another myth. I love the myths. A myth is that it's creepy or an invasion of personal space. And then she was saying, you know, to debunk that, letting things be loved by a new generation is great. Yes, I agree. Lots of things about deceased people. Lots of myths about that. Lots of myths about 
things being too expensive and that they're morbid and weird. Pretty much that's the main theme here. I like this one. Mala Yat 22 said, a myth is that you're always going to find designer clothing. Some rich, some rich people prefer simpler things. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. You know what I always think? Like if the clo- if there's clothing, I always think it's going to be like Chanel. Like yeah. that's so like why? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the weird stuff. Okay. Because that's my jam. What's the weirdest thing you've seen or has happened to you at an estate sale? And I've had people get very pushy. (laughs) Should I say this? Hidden porn. (gasps) What? Ew. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really funny. You would think they would like just like throw it away but it was hidden oh. maybe she like found it somewhere tucked away that yeah. they didn't see it oh that's funny anna liz howen lynch said one i walked in and walked right out because of the cigarette smell oh yeah Ooh, this is a good one mommy runs baby strolls thanks again for your comment i get the creepiest vibe when i walk into a bedroom that's only happened to me once Ooh, yeah, yeah that's like not where strangers are supposed to be Ooh, this is, I can agree with this one. Collections gone wild. Sometimes they take over the entire house. Yeah, the collections do. Oh, okay. All right, another weird thing. I got there an hour early, but was still 56th in line. (gasps) I would leave. No No. way. Nothing is worth it to me. I couldn't stand there that long. No. I don't have the patience for that. What is the coolest thing you found at an estate sale? Did you find, what did you find? Do you remember? Oh, a pasta uh, maker. Like nice. A, I don't know what it's called, really, but we've used it. Like, we've made homemade pasta with it, and we still have it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the coolest thing you found? Yeah, I found the typewriter, yeah. which was actually really cool. It was really pretty. And it, Wasn't it, like, a blue? Yeah, I still yeah. have it. It's in my basement. And yeah. every time I walk by it, I'm like, do I keep it? Do I sell it? I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's but so for cute. a while, when I had it working, it On types, your desk it and- types in, in cursive. Oh, I think you sent me, like, you used to, like, type yes. out little letters and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's so that's really the only thing that's holding me back from selling it. It's because... What do you need? Just, like, a ribbon or something for it? I don't know, Shannon. I, yeah, I don't. you, like, you don't have the energy to figure it out. It's yeah. too complicated. But it looks nice, and the kids like to, like, type on it mm-hmm. and pound the keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, here are some of the responses. What is the coolest thing you ever found at an estate sale? Baller, colorful, wool, 9 by 5 rug for $100. Oh, she said colorful? Baller, colorful, wool rug. Baller. That's what I'm thinking. Nine by five, that's big. I want to see the colors. Me too. Like, like, is it rainbow? What's going on? I'm obsessed with rugs. Oh, like, I know. You, yeah. More than anybody I've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. I found a small landscape oil painting for 50 cents. Ooh, that's nice. So many of my things are from estate sales. Dishes, furniture, clothes, coolest vintage Chanel. There you go. Okay. Oh. This person says large, solid brass, duck-shaped valet tray. Duck-shaped a valet. tray? That sounds really... So a lar- it's large brass and it's duck-shaped. That's interesting. That's kind of fun. Yeah. You you all need to share what these look oh like. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Yeah. you. If they all send you pictures, you could, like, mm-hmm. post them. Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah. I'll ask them, too. She said the tray, the tray part was the shape of the duck's body. Okay. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, she also said 
Salvador Ferragamo. Am mm-hmm. I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Shoes in my size for twelve bucks. Is nice. that yeah? Mm-hmm. Good. Let's see. I, I don't know what these uh, brands are. Yeah, that's cute. Ooh, a ten foot wooden ladder caked in dirt. <laughs> what? But she said it cleaned up beautifully. We use it to display the jewelry. Oh, from Best Bib and Tucker. That's cute. Oh, that's great. Oh, she's like an estate sale pro. That kind of reminded me. I saw one that I didn't read that somebody was like, don't be afraid to clean things up. Like yeah. Like if you see something. Because she probably got it cheaper because it was dirty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. See, I have a really hard time with that. Me too. Even I don't want to thrift stores. Yeah. I know, because I'm like, how long is that going to take? Yeah. If, I, if it takes me more than five minutes to clean, if, if it's something that I don't really need, yeah. then I'm like, pass. But if it's something I'm really looking for, then I might consider it. Yep. Yep. Um, I have a good luck. I have good luck finding vintage catalogs at estate sales oh. versus thrift stores. Oh, I like that. That's cute. I always let, like when people show like vintage Sears catalogs and stuff. Yes. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Um. The coolest gilted cage, mid-century table and chairs, faux cork, and bright blues. Mm. I like the colors. Sounds cool. Yeah. A mid-century modern starburst clock for 10 mm, bucks. That sounds nice. Wow. $10. That's yeah. cheap. See, guys? Okay. Deals, deals, deals. I found a Marfa Washington Chanel bedspread still wrapped in the original packaging. Weird paintings. That's fun, because I'm sure you can find a lot mm-hmm. of odd things. Like the cat looking at itself in the reflection. Right. That was the best thing I've I, ever seen. I can't yeah, believe you didn't I, buy it. Like, I, I, I would chip in. I, the only way I can get it is Camille picks it up. I'm not driving up there to pick it up. Yeah. We I don't to, have time right now. Yeah. We need to have, then you I'll have, ask her. She pay, will. You have, make her pay, you have to pay her. Studio pottery and art books from a former crayon book pottery instructor and her peers. That's cool. Pottery is, like, really hard, and it's so... Uh, unique. Yeah. Like every time you find different pieces at the thrift store and stuff, I always get excited. Um, I like that. I like seeing what types of hobbies people had. Yeah. Things like baking or crafting. Like sometimes you'll find collections of people who, like I found, I found one online. Like this person had so much Dolly Parton stuff. Oh my gosh! I'm surprised yeah. you didn't show me. Oh, I bid. Oh. I bid, but I kept, I kept losing. Yeah, everybody loves her. So if you. Were to go to an estate sale right now, or any like when you go, Shannon, what categories are you excited about, most interested in? Um, my first thought is always kitchen stuff mm-hmm. because uh, I love finding older things. You know, like just sometimes there's there are older things that we don't use anymore that are helpful, but yeah. they've kind of phased out. So that's always fun. You're um, just like my mom. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. Except like then the big my big problem always is where am I going to store yeah, it for stuff. when I need it? Mm-hmm. Um, and like baking things because mm-hmm. you never know what you're going to find. That's the first place I would go. What about you? Uh, clothes and accessories. Yeah. Clothes and accessories. Clothes slash oh. accessories first and then uh, home decor. I feel like accessories would be on my list for sure because yeah. old rings yeah. are my favorite. Yeah, that's what you ordered. The oh, time. man. That's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love just old, like, eccentric home decor. I don't know if they'd be really be knickknacks, but, like, wall art and little table accents and things like that like that stuff gets me going me too i love it yeah that'd be the kind i really we need to go now we need to find one so easy there's so many in our area 
That's why I'm surprised that we don't make more of an effort. I know. Heard us mention Serendipitous Lizzie. We've had her on the podcast. She actually has an entire guide on her blog. So I'll link that in the show notes. She digs a little deeper. She talks about things like how do you know if the sale will have things that match your style and so much more. So check that out. If you shared some of your finds, please tag me in them. I want to see what they look like. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah. Especially that carpet. And I want to see the sunburst. Yes. Yeah. All right, everybody. Happy hunting. Bye. Thanks to our partner, Realist.com, for sponsoring today's episode. If you are looking for a software that allows you to post to multiple marketplaces, manage your orders online, and help you get organized with your inventory, I encourage you to check them out at Realist.com. One of my favorite things about this platform is that it helped me get my inventory organized. Every item has a barcode label now that I can easily find in my storage area. Head to Realist.com and be sure to use that code DINA to save even more. Thanks for listening to Thanks It's Thrifted with Dina and Shannon. For episode show notes, go to dinasdays.com slash podcast. And you can find us online on Instagram at thanksitsthrifted.pod and on Facebook at Dina's Days. If you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love it if you would give us a five-star rating in your podcast platform. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.